everyone, welcome back to Sector One, the first stop you should make for your motorsport fix. Today's episode is the one and only Monaco Grand Prix race review. However, once again, it was somewhat of a mediocre race, but are we surprised? It's Monaco, everybody says it. Quali's the most important. You can't overtake the two, maybe most used phrases across the Monaco oh, race weekend. definitely, so, definitely. Yeah. Not a so before we get that, don't yeah, before we get into the pyramid, I I was talking to Connor from BBC Radio Suffolk today, and he he didn't enjoy the race. Just like well, we we enjoyed the race, but it wasn't the most thrilling, was it? Um, and he summed it up very very well. So I really felt like I needed to share. So he said on this week's podcast in Monaco, the cars went round the track. Max actually drove. Hamilton got moody, and Vettel rediscovered he can drive an F one car quite well. Yeah, that was the weekend. That's a good summer. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm, you can tell why yeah. he's got a career in media and journalism. You can. Yeah. That was well put. Right. Sh- yeah. Shall we move on to the pyramid, guys? The fan yeah. favorite, as we all, as we like to say. Fan favorite. <laughs> what fan favorite? <laughs> Bottom of the pyramid. Daniel Ricardo. No, this this pains more than anything because I was hyping him. All, I was hype. I was hyping him up into this weekend being like, you know, he runs the streets of Monaco and then... Yeah, I was thinking, win, we're going to get a win here, you know. He was walking the streets of Monaco at like a very slow pace, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It's not what what we're used to seeing from Daniel and it was just, he wasn't anywhere near Lando, but yeah, it was just, he he wasn't in a great position. If it was any other race, he could have like overtaken people, but because it was Monaco, he could like couldn't have made any progress. So he may have had pace, but we just didn't see it because it's so hard to show it. Yeah, I know he set one of the fastest laps in the race. I saw that on the McLaren little team stream, but yeah, I don't know (laughs) if anyone saw. There was a tweet showing why he not is not why he's doing so bad because he isn't exactly doing horrifically but apparently it's because you know his braking style obviously he's known like as the late breaker and apparently that doesn't suit the McLaren because that isn't how obviously the McLaren this season is built predominantly around Lando and there was a big thread and it was showing like why he doesn't suit the McLaren at the moment because they're not actually you know when he breaks really late into the apex he gets like a big thing of oversteer because that Mm -hmm. car isn't built to do that whereas like the Renault was built around him mainly so I think it's worth taking that into consideration because it's Daniel Ricciardo we thought he was comfortable in that car but it doesn't look like he is as comfortable as we were all hoping he was and I do hope it all works out for him he didn't score points this race and you know what to win well not to win the constructors championship because obviously that's not logistically going to happen logically no but in, like winning the midfield battle in the constructors championship we need both cars in the points and we've scored points at every single grand prix so far mclaren have and so you know daniel needs to get back up there get back on the horse front of the grid yeah. not the horse no. yeah <laughs> we, we know what you mean yeah especially <laughs> expectations for him are so high as well i think that's the problem people are like oh he he needs to beat lando people assuming that he does and then when he doesn't it almost makes his performances look even worse like than they actually maybe were like he could have a solid race in p5 but lando's got like a third Mm -hmm. and then they and they're like oh he's so bad but he's not he just needs to get to grips with the car 100 percent 
Yeah, you take into account what the... Carlos said about like yeah, the cars being different, like series, like, like yeah. Yeah, I think in the constructors, as you were saying, especially with Ferrari, which, you know, we'll get on to talking about that, but when in a track that suits them, they have shown, particularly this weekend, that they can be really dominant. So in terms yeah. of constructors, they do definitely need two drivers up there with Carlos seeming to get to grips with the Ferrari a bit better than Daniel has with the McLaren. But I don't think there's anybody's really doubting that he will won't get there. I think it is just... A matter of time although we have been saying that for for the past few races so maybe yes. sometime soon would be mm. would be yeah would be great before some before the summer break that would be yeah okay yeah, yeah. We, we'd yeah. like that that's our cut-off zone yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and then, and then it's just <laughs> that's the final offer take it or leave it yeah so on to the next person on the pyramid i i respect this man a lot a lot of respect i've got a lot of time in my day for him but at the same time, I do like seeing him at this end of the pyramid. <laughs> Sir Lewis Hamilton. Where was he the whole weekend? Where? Where? Tell me, please. Well, no, it, was, it, it was being no. wrapped by Max Verstappen. So, you know, that's where oh, it was yeah. this weekend. Pain. pain, guys, I just, pain. I don't know what it was. Like, it, when Bottas... So, obviously, we, all, we compare... Bottas and Hamilton a lot and I think people always slate Bottas because he isn't up there with Hamilton whereas this weekend I know obviously Bottas's race took an unfortunate turn but this weekend it was the complete opposite it was Hamilton not being able to do a lap time like Bottas which is shocking when you consider seven-time world champion Sir Lewis Hamilton you know exactly we expect a little bit more yeah you know nearly 100 wins that we expect quite a bit more there Lewis but no. You expect him to just like pull it out of the bag, end of Q3, and everyone expects him to. But even well, if they hadn't had that red flag for quality, I highly doubt he would have been. Well, top. he touched yeah. the wall in. Well, he did. Yeah, did you see that he like touched yeah, the wall in the lap yeah. that was pulled off massively? Yeah, and that was the lap that was about to get red flagged as well. Like he just kept hitting the wall. He just didn't seem with it. He seemed in seemed somewhere else. Yeah, and during the race. They had like the bad strategy call, obviously, but he Very didn't bad. have the pace. Can yeah. you see how like Vettel and Perez and Gasly managed to stay in front of him or overcut him? And Lewis just didn't have the pace to even have the opportunity to do that either. Yeah. It was really it was really odd. He just got jumped one after the other and that mm. poor Bono being like, Oh, we've actually been jumped by Perez as well. Yeah, I felt so he was not very happy about that. Um <laughs> but now I think in Collie as well. I think the lap kind of he was doing before Leclerc's big shunt, he lifted off as well. He seemed like he was on yeah. a bit of a bit of a push and then just kind of backed out of it. So whether that would have got him a little bit higher if he had maybe just kept going, because obviously he was just assumed that they would have another lap another, to go at yeah. the end. But yeah, I think in terms of setup and stuff, they seem to they seem to nail it a little bit better on on Bottas's car. But yeah. with Hamilton as you said, just all weekend, he didn't really seem to... He was really he on the back foot mm, and just never yeah. got into it. Yeah. He was complaining. I haven't seen a race about, weekend yeah, where he's done that setup. bad. Like, I haven't seen a race weekend where he's not been able to get to groups at all through the whole weekend. I haven't seen that in ages. I it's can't remember the last time. Probably since 2018 Germany. Yeah. I can't mad. remember the last time he did that badly and couldn't even pull anything back in the race. He literally mm. went backwards. 
literally even if you think about it in was it 2018 when max crashed in practice and he had to go from the back of the grid he still got up to p9 with there was three mm. retirements or no but he still managed to do some overtaking moves and yeah. i just think that you expect from hamilton but i suppose if he's so used to being at the front it's it would be a shocker mm. to be but having to fight with like pierre gasly in it <laughs> the alpha tower it's not what you expect he struggled with tyre attempts as well, so it wasn't just like the wrong setup because he had the wrong setup in free practice. He was very angry and upset about this, yeah. and then they had to try and get it get it up to scratch for quali. I think they may have got the setup a little bit better, but the tyres were a huge issue. He could not get those tyres into the right temperature, the right little beautiful window. chef's kiss little window mm. there. Thank you, yeah. thank you, Devin. Thank you, Sadie. Right. <laughs> I would have been going on for ages if you had done that. <laughs> But um, yeah, tyre temps, like, come on, Lewis. You're good at looking after your tyres. We know this. We know this from experience. Yeah. I just, it was a shocker. I obviously, I know, I feel like it could have been sort of a switch in the champ. Obviously, I know Max is now leading, but I feel like it could have been a sort of switch because now Red Bull have got that bit of momentum. Mm-hmm. You, you've seen it in previous years, like when Mercedes overtook Ferrari in the championship in 2018. They got that little bit of momentum and just ran with it. So that's you know, what they need, I think. Yeah. How many times in this podcast am I going to say Max is leading the championship? That is the <laughs> guys, question. Guys, get Max <laughs> that is, is leading the goddamn here. championship. Get a count. We'll get onto that. We'll get onto that. So up next. I personally would have put this guy higher. I know these guys, some of these guys wanted to put him lower. Charles Leclerc. Discuss. Oof. Feel for him. Mm. I'm going to be honest, I feel for him. Yeah. Yeah. My heart, My heart breaks broke. for him. Yeah, <laughs> he has no luck in his home race. It's so peculiar, though. Don't you think that's actually really weird? Like, I buy, I do buy into this weird stuff, like, yeah. you know, speaking stuff into the air, like, weird things, like, everything's yeah. meant to happen I, for a reason. I'm, like, yes, that is weird. Yeah. I think, obviously, the only... I always thought it was a gearbox issue, but it was something to do with something on the other side of the car. It wasn't even his gearbox. And I kind of off. I kind of feel for Ferrari because as much as you can check the car and you can look over it, until it's actually on track and until you're actually, you know putting it through its paces you're not going to be able to tell because much as like Ferrari are known as being a bit you know a little bit a little bit stupid at times <laughs> you know it's not I don't actually think it's their fault because they can look and they can fire it up and it can all look fine but the poor geezer in the garage isn't going to be able to tell whether it's going to mm-hmm. crack under pressure because it isn't under that pressure in the garage they're yeah, saying that this incident is completely unrelated to his crash like it was not damaged in I the think they're just trying to protect like, him with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> he's just trying to protect him. They're trying to tell me this came from something else and not that huge shunt in quality. Yeah. The really big crash of the weekend. Yeah, they just protect him there. <laughs> I like, equally... I highly. Yeah, sorry, Devin. Oh, sorry. Um, equally, they had like so much to lose. It's not like they would have, it's something they would have just briefly looked over. Like they'd be stupid not to do as many tests and as many, you know, things that they could have done. There's like obviously a limitation to how much they can do. And then obviously without taking a penalty as well, it was a really fine line between how far do we go? Obviously, we want Charles to start on pole because in Monaco, that is huge. Um, And for them to be in that position is huge. Um, So yeah, I don't think it's definitely not the kind of, oh, they didn't check as much as they should have done but those like it was the radio that did it for me on um 
on the lap to the grid and you could just hear Charles going like oh no no and I was like oh selfishly he was my mega driver so I was like that's screwed up my week entirely <laughs> yeah uh, but no my heart just sank honestly sank as much as it sank I had a slight little like smile as a the inner Max fan I was kind of like well <laughs> I was like as much as I wanted to see a battle into turn one with Max and Charles you know thanks to him you know as, as I'm going to say Max is now leading thanks to him you know thank you <laughs> but I sort of had a little sneaky smile and thinking you know this he's just played exactly how I wanted it to play yeah. you know Max is starting on the front now stuff. I just thought, you know, thank you, Ferrari, for being slightly incompetent at times. I highly doubt as well that Charles, everyone's like, oh, he may have crashed on purpose because we've seen so many people do that before, like... Specifically like Ros- Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> we've seen um, Ferrari do that. The, mo- the moment that comes to mind is when Rosberg, like, made a mistake on his quality lap and blocked Hamilton. Yeah. I can't remember what year it was, like, 2014? Was... Yeah. Um, yeah. But, Actually, like, Charles Leclerc is not that stupid. He would not waste all that money uh, and time. So obviously I'm not going to be one of them tin hat, tin foil hat people. And, you know, we, we know it was probably, like nine times said it was a mistake. But, you know, it's not unheard of in Ferrari when they know they're not going to get it. Like Schumacher in 2006 just, just, just stopped, really. Just went into the wall and was like, oh, crap. I think maybe if it was meant to be orchestrated, it'd have meant to just top the wall, not completely total his car to, you know half a million pounds worth of damage maybe but yeah I think it's because Ferrari have done that before it's a big risk to take and you're like if you crash you may have to have a gearbox change or it may harm your car I think you'd rather start like p3 than not all yeah well if if he did do it depends how desperate it is as Fernando Alonso famously said you know karma that's that's (laughs) all I can say if it was done on purpose just just saying obviously I'm not saying it is before people come at us unpopular opinion i love dirty racing i <laughs> love it it no yeah. my, my soul <laughs> no i get do you know like when was it max and charles fighting and max like pushed him off the track oh, back in yeah back in Austria, that i was thinking how is that under investigation like that is that is what we want that's the pinnacle of racing mm. that's the racing yeah. i like <laughs> that is why i watch this mm-hmm so the reason I wanted Charles higher up on this is because he did have the pace all weekend and he set the pole position lap. So therefore, I think, why is he on the bottom row? Mm. Bit disrespectful, but these guys are disrespectful people, clearly. So Because he put <laughs> it in the wall, Sid. He, he yeah. put it in the wall. He I, was uh, fast all weekend. But he put it in the wall. He was fast all weekend. He may have saved us. Well, not when it the- counted. <laughs> he wasn't fast yeah. when it counted, was he? I'm sorry, he couldn't be fast when it counted. His car was woken okay no it wasn't because of that Ferrari it said it wasn't because was. of that it wasn't because Ferrari of that it out of the backside we know guys moving on I can't talk about this anymore I can't <laughs> dwell on it any longer Sebastian Vettel here to take all my problems away hello Mr Vettel mm-hmm. how are you it's a driver of the day driver of the day oh, of the day anyone who's not happy for him like five you saw him come out and take like Gasly and Hamilton and go straight out. I was like, "Well, no, we didn't actually Hamilton see fan. that, Maris. We didn't actually get to see that." Oh, I know. Oh, no, we, we, we saw Lance Stroll. The one piece of action from the whole race, and they were like, "Let's just look at Lance Stroll yeah. having a little go over some curbs. Who cares?" I think the memes of that are the best. It's all. Oh, worth that it, Chris Kamara. <laughs> yeah. 
That is the best one yet. I felt like no one else appreciated that. No, it's just no me and you. Had, yeah, no one else laughed. I was thinking, why is everyone not laughing? This is the funniest thing that's happened. No, no, Jeff. I don't know. I think this is definitely the week that he's been like waiting for. And I think he made, I mean, a lot of it was quality and his pace clearly knows his way around Monaco. Um, but mm. also the like strategy calls from Aston Martin to to jump both what Gasly and Hamilton was just was it was beautiful <sighs> but we've been saying it we're like oh, Seb's just not had a great time and it's just a bit depressing at the moment and finally there's like a light at the end of the tunnel for for Seb so I just hope that they can continue that because mm. it's brought a smile to all of our faces I think yeah Definitely. it's not even like it was luck that he was there he qualified on pace to get there yeah and then yeah. he wasn't even a cork in the bottle so to say, for Hamilton, Gasly, whatever, he held his own and actually pulled away a bit. Yeah. So it's not like he was just there because the others had messed up. He was there on merit. So a fun fact, he's had his vaccine today, if anyone cares, Seb. He's had his vaccine today? Yeah, he drove home from Monaco. He actually drove because he didn't want to fly because it's worse for the environment. So he drove home from Monaco to go and get his vaccine. Oh, I just thought I'd tell you all. <laughs> I love this man. I love this man. He deserves the whole world and even more. Yeah, I'll yeah. give him it. Yeah, Not me, me personally, too. but yeah, the podcast. <laughs> we podcast. 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 Well, on to Mister Number Two. Quite literally, Mister P Two, smooth operator, Carlos Sainz. <gasps> you did amazing. That was a lovely segue. It was. Oh. <laughs> beautiful the pace was there all weekend it was there in quali it was there in the race it was even there in free practice sessions mm-hmm. he said if it hadn't been red flagged he was trying to go for pole he was he was infuriated we, we that see. there was that instant it was red flagged because he was flying you know i thought it was only fin finnish people that flew flies spanish people fly too i saw i i, I all I talk about is weird tweets that I see. I know it's, but I saw another one. It was saying all the times that Carlos has had a podium, Lewis has finished seventh and a Red oh, Bull back driver has finished as one. It's like Gasly. So oh, he, yeah. won, he got second when Gasly won. He got a podium in when Max Brazil. won yeah. in Mexico, Brazil. Brazil, not Mexico. And then he got this one. Brazil, it was definitely Brazil. And then he Up got the this one. So I just thought I'd tell you the fun facts. Up yeah. the boys. It's crazy how like stats line up as well. Like we've seen the the podium from what twenty eleven, and then social media, yeah, yeah, at Sector One Podcast. Um, but yeah, things like that kind of blow my mind. It's almost like too good to be true. But you like look at the stats and you're like, well, stats don't lie. So no, it's freaky. no yeah. that was the, the mm. freakiest one for me was at the seventh place for Hamilton, a Red Bull driver winning. Yeah, and then he was getting a podium. I was like, you know this. This is freaky. The top yeah. step. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think I me. think we're all pretty bit. happy about this. I think we're all pretty happy about this guy being on the top of the pyramid. Max Verstappen, he's not just at the top of the pyramid, he's at the top he's of the championship. The championship. <laughs> Don't know if we've mentioned at this podcast yet, but he is no, actually mean... leading the championship stage. You know, just in case no one knows, Max is leading the championship by four points. Just yeah. Red Bull now a point. Like that's so crazy. We've got an actual battle for once. I know, it's amazing. Five years of a Max fan and a Red Bull fan, I waited to say Max is leading the championship and the, the day has come to say it. 
the day has come the day is here it's like christmas it, it does feel like christmas i'm going to be on i'm going to be honest with you all it's, it's better than christmas you know max, nothing will beat this happiness max was another one of the the drivers who was a little bit annoyed about the red flag situation in collie because he was on an absolute flyer as well his his lap would have been pole more or less I think we can all agree on that. He he was already up on his time. Rub salt and in the wound, why don't you? It's fine. <laughs> well, well, he, he still he's won fine, the race, so like, it doesn't really matter. He won the race. Right. He doesn't need to win from pole. It's fine. A win is a win at the end of the day. <laughs> I was a bit annoyed that we didn't get to see how Quali actually played out because I feel mm. like it would have mm. been quite a bit different. But, mm. oh well, it's not. that's a what if. That's not a, an absolute particular... I don't, <laughs> I don't do it. Sports some babies. I do absolutely. <laughs> yes, Max, you amazing human. Controlled mm-hmm. the race, led it. Yeah. Woohoo. That's all I have to say about Max today. He can literally he can do well on all types of track now because he struggled with Monaco for a while. And now it seems that he's got to grips with this. That's like proper champion material to be he able to race at every man. single track, dominate at every single track. And he's slowly getting there. So. He is the one that everyone should want to be. I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to say it. You know, he is the man now. He's the next. He's the next champion. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. Yeah. Woo. Some We're strong words this. over there. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting it out there. He is the next champion. So it is now time for the race recap where we talk you through the most exciting parts of the race. And you know what? Monaco was really lacking. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. We, we not struggled. Not a fan of street circuits. <laughs> I don't like street circuits. Apart from Singapore is the only one I like. I quite like Baku as well. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Baku. No, You're not best. But You're Singapore, best. I think Singapore's the views. So just, I, I think being there. Yeah, but I can appreciate the, you know, the scenery, the vibe, the atmosphere. Yeah. The racing, boring. Singapore racing mm-hmm. isn't too bad. You know, we, we get yeah. some decent racing in Singapore. Okay. We get good racing there soon. So... Big, big conversation topic from this weekend, Mercedes pit stops. Um, <sighs> let, let's start with the more positive thing. It's not positive, but it's more positive. Hamilton, he triggered the pit stops. <laughs> Lap 30, went in too early. He was trying to undercut, did not work. Backfired. Was very moody over the radio, was not very happy at all. So that was their first mistake. You can kind of call that a pit stop error, but it was more of a strategy situation. Then... Our Mr. Bottas comes in and, you know, he's having an all right race. He's P2. Comes in and, oh, what's that? One of the tyres isn't coming off. The wheel nut was stuck. They had threaded it. They could not get that off. The gunner just killed the, killed the, killed it. I'm sorry, but like mm. that was the fact it's still on the I car laughed. right now. Yeah, they like, the fact get it off now. They can't get it off until they send it back home is the funniest thing that's ever happened. Like the, the world's longest pit stop. Pit stop. Oh my God, we well, still yeah, sink. I guess so. It's still going on at this point. 24 hours later. When's it going to end? When's it going to end? So we know Red Bull are the fastest pit crew and now apparently Mercedes <laughs> is the lowest. Mm-hmm. I have made the championship. <laughs> I'll tell what, you what's, what's that about Red Bull? What's that about Red Bull? They're leaving the championship. <laughs> If we but had yeah. a pit stop point that we want. Oh, yeah. Oh. Our pit stop point. Well, Red Bull can leave it by a mile now. 
<laughs> Mercedes would be revoked points because yeah. that was mm-hmm. you know pretty... your pit stop's still going on we're taking points I do feel bad for that mechanic though because think about the pressure he was under to just do the normal pit stop but think about the fact that you know it wasn't working and then all the freaking pressure when they then changed the gun try and use another one to see if that would work it wasn't working like that must be heart-wrenching like because it wasn't his mistake really it was just a wrong place wrong time kind of thing like it just wasn't thing. working but i feel bad for the for the person i don't know who, who he was but he or she i'm sorry i'm we, thinking of yeah. you oh yeah that's all i really had to say about mercedes pit stops anybody yeah. else got anything to add <laughs> yeah. Bad for Bottas. yeah he, he could have been a really good up. position see i'm not freya or jacob i don't really feel bad for him no neither do i uh, i just think freya and jacob you know, you've had your chance. You've been in Four the car for what four years now. Get George in. Yeah, you're still doing a you're still doing a crap job. The champ it's been won four times the championship in the car you're in, and you're still just trailing behind. Get George I'm in. I'm gonna stick up for Bottas. I think I always <laughs> I've got a bit of a soft spot for Bot- for Bottas, so yeah. I don't know. It's because just... you guys saw his Bottas. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the reason. <laughs> if anything, that's put <laughs> me off it because I'm yeah. still a bit scarred, but mm. yeah. The only race he's actually had pace in is the one where he retired and nothing even came of it. Yeah. So, just oh, they retired him to get Hamilton up a place. Oh my god, he totally would do that. No, I made a theory. Get the tin hats I made out, guys. A joke TikTok about that, and I literally put in. I was like, it's a joke, and everyone was commenting like, you're deluded. I was like, it's just a joke. I know they wouldn't do that. Just a prank, bro. <laughs> please. <laughs> Oh, Neris, will you tell us all about Aston Martin? Of course. They had an amazing race with both their drivers. P5 and P8 obviously touched on Sebastian Vettel. I was really surprised that they did well because their car is basically based off the Mercedes and the Mercedes does not go well around Monaco at all. So the fact that they their team did so well is really, I, I feel like it's really odd because that's not like how the car should behave or how you think it would. But they pulled off an amazing strategy with Seb, obviously overcutting all those people. And he had the pace to do it as well. And yeah, I feel like they, we at the start of this year, we expected them to have loads of pace. They didn't. And now they're sort of showing it. I don't know whether it it's that. a Monaco thing. The glimpses of it. Oh, shining it's the future thing. Oh, it was, it was the Gasly battle well. that was... Yeah. Well, the, yeah. they were barely Did you know that Stroll, you know, like he hit his, he hit his wheel, like... And he went over the chicane. Did you know that? Did Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. Did you guys see that? He went over, like... (laughs) Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. I think he also had Mm -hmm. quite a good race because he was, like, on quite a different strategy from... I think it was, like, him and Sonoda that started on the hard tyres. And he managed to, like, build up the gap. I believe it was Ocon behind him for him to come in and back out and stay ahead of Ocon. So I think... He was just like had a solid, a solid race, and yeah, they just pulled a blinder of a, of a uh, strategy for for Mr. Vettel. So all Double in all, points. Mm-hmm. I think points. Lance, I think Lance Stroll is such an underrated driver. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think always he's so think he's underrated. underrated. I think he's so talented. He just gets he gets overlooked because of who his dad is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, and that's he's... really unfair because none of the drivers exactly, you know are the average Joe from down the street. You know, they're mm. all they're all sons well, of multimillionaires, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get into racing by being the son of like a normal 
working person who just like you know works in normal they're gonna give up literally everything for you yeah like Lewis Hamilton Hamilton, Esteban Ocon yeah they're like the very small exceptions that literally sell the house to get you into racing Mm -hmm. whereas I just think it's really unfair how people look down him but did you see his dad yacht this weekend did you see faith impressive I saw faith and I was like I want to watch a race That'll be us there. one day. We'll get a sector one yacht. Mm-hmm. Feel like that would preferably, be preferably faith. Like I want, I want faith. That, that specific yacht, yeah. I yeah, we'll paint her orange. We'll paint her orange. They do That's have like a little dinghy attached to it, so we could start off by like yeah. Good idea. Start small. Yeah, and That's then like go to do it. Faith. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm planning exactly. ahead. So you know what? Talking about you know yachts, rivers. Thankfully, we didn't see anyone end up in them this weekend. Rookies in Monaco. Devon, tell us all. Yes. Uh, there was a lot of, um, obviously, the four, well, rookies, the three rookies for this year, and Latifi, um, haven't been around Monaco in Formula One. Yuki Sonoda hasn't been around Monaco really at all. Um, and I was really impressed as to, like, the clean race that we had I and mean, we didn't even have any like yellow flags or anything it's the first Crazy. time that's happened apparently <laughs> yeah you don't and see that, that in monaco so basically four rookies to be thrown into monaco and all kind of come out the other side unscathed i thought was was pretty impressive granted they did finish in the final four positions but they didn't you know bring out the safety car or you know we had a couple they still of still finished exactly they all finished they all classified Haas might have been three laps down by the end of it, but you know, I think Nikita had a solid race. They both finished. Mick obviously had quite a big crash and couldn't qualify, but um, 500k in the bin, in between yeah, that's and... mad. Like, well, Gunter Steiner was coming out like you know, the week before leading up, and was being like, you know, we just don't want to go through any front wings, we haven't got the money to go through front wings, and then you know, Schumacher puts, the yeah, yeah. puts it in the wall, yeah, Schumacher puts it in the wall twice, he goes through like the whole car times two. I was yeah. like, oh my god, expensive, oh. but no, I think they all did well, they weren't really on the pace, but for, for the first time around Monaco, they there was not really any like blue flag issues, which around Monaco you would think yeah. would be Everyone a bigger the thing than it was. Yeah, uh, I want yeah, to so pretty proud of the rookies if I do say so myself. I want to give an honourable mention cover. to Nikita Mazepin. Honourable mention. Yes, well if, done, my friend. He, well first of all, done. He finished ahead of Mick, which always you know decent things. Finishing ahead of teammate. Tick 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 yeah. tick tick. Um was the only rookie who didn't have throughout the weekend have a top yeah you know just a little mm-hmm. brush on the wall you know front wing gone pretty pretty good at that so yeah i was very happy with his performance like i think we have to is we have getting to into the car yeah we have to remember he's not going to be up there fighting for points he's not in a car which is going to enable him to do that take him there we need a car that's just going to help him get the mileage up in a formula one car we need him to get the experience and that is exactly what he's getting by staying. And the next season, when it's much closer, and the Hass have obviously said they're developing, they're putting everything to next season's car, no matter what. You know, yeah. they're not they're not bringing any upgrades this year now. So, you know, next next season when the car could possibly be fighting for points, him and Mick have the mileage in the car. They've got the experience. Yeah, we've said Sorted. it before. This year's definitely like a learning year for 
thought of the house and they can kind of just like treat each race as a bit of a kind of testing mm. um mm. session because realistically they the drivers understand and the team understands that as you said they're not going to be really fighting for points if there's some sort of calamitous wreck they might be able to grab a point if there's like six cars taken out of the out of the running but um yeah everything that they can do now and all the experience that they can get around these tracks is only going to help them next year so yeah i think they they all did a a solid job yeah we can only compare them to their teammates yeah so Nikki obviously had the better race weekend this weekend and Sonoda compared to Gasly, but obviously still a rookie first time in Monaco and F1. So, yeah, I guess. Speak of that, Lily, would you like to tell us about Gasly and Sonoda? Thank you for that segue. Yes, thank you. I think obviously Gasly has raced there before, so he does have the upper hand and we, we, I get that. I just think, I don't know, Sonoda just wasn't, he wasn't there in a way. I feel bad. I personally think he should have done another season in F2. Like, well, he, he literally went FIA, F3, FIA, well, I don't mind saying FIA. He literally should season in F3, season in F2, and then F1. And I think that doesn't work for most drivers. It works for Max perfectly, but I don't think Sonoda's does Max. 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 It's Max. Max is Max. Max. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't, I think he should have done another season in F2. I really do. And obviously I know my opinion means nothing, but... I really don't think he was ready for the jump up to F1. And he's at, yeah, his first race was good, but it was sort of just like, it seemed a bit like a whim mm. now. Mm. Yeah, I definitely. feel like, I don't know, he doesn't, it's a media nightmare as well. We can all agree on that. He's, he is Alpha Tari's media nightmare. Oh. He did seem a lot calmer this weekend. We didn't really Hell, get Marco's him. had words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's really, really been he talking just, about that. You know, he's seen, I just don't think he's ready for the F1 seat. And obviously Monaco does show he's, he's never raced in Monaco. So you've got to you've got to give him that one. Mm-hmm. Gasly's raced there. Gasly's raced there in a race winning car. He raced there in the Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2018, 2019, I sure he just wasn't there. His strategy wasn't on there either. Gasly was head and, Gasly's head and shoulders above him, obviously. I just... I don't know, it disappointed me. I think the hype we've had around Sonoda, I think we all expected a tiny bit more. Not a point, you know, obviously not a point in Monaco. It's hard to think that. But, you know, as Devon just showed with the hand gesture, it was, it was, he has just plummeted. Yeah. The Sonoda hype train is... Um... You are right there? Carry on. <laughs> no, everyone, yeah, everyone's just left and just a bit confused. The Sonoda hype train's definitely taken a bit of a bit of a detour just to nowhere. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's just stopped. The first race in does an empty train very, station. Yeah, got everybody off. Everybody's off the train now. But yeah, the yeah. first race definitely now just seems like a fluke. Mm-hmm. And as I was, I d- didn't know a huge amount about Yuki Sonoda. Obviously, he was only in F two for a year. Had some great results, but. Um, yeah, coming in, I didn't expect a huge amount. Then his first race, I was like, "Whoa, this kid's kind of, this kid's kind of quick." But now it's kind of like, "Well, I maybe just got a bit lucky." I don't know. Yeah, so. I just, I know people can disagree, and people will probably think he's right for the F1 seat. I just think maybe putting Alex Albon down into AlphaTauri for a year, developing the AlphaTauri up, and then bringing him up into the new regs would have been a good idea because he just. He doesn't come across as ready to me, and obviously I know I'm not the most, you know, I'm not the person to say, but he just doesn't come across as he's, he's ready for that. No, I don't I think agree. he is. 
Okay, so y- you know what time it is now, guys, right? What time is it? Mm-hmm. It on this. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the lead here because I want to get mine out of the way. Okay, and let you, mm-hmm. let you do that. My hit is Carl or Signs. Yeah. Oh, it's called Carlitos. Mm-hmm. Controlled the weekend <laughs> pace. And the hunger was there. He was hungry. He wanted that win. He wanted that pole position. Mm-hmm. He didn't get the win. He got the P2. But pace. pace Ferrari pace, pace. in P2. Yeah. Did you impressive. see that, that? That gap was five seconds and all of a sudden it was three. I was like, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Hello. Let, let, let's love, that's lovely. Keep doing that, please. It yeah. was beautiful. And Carlos, hats off to you. You still have the smooth operator title in my mind, despite Jeez. no longer being at McLaren. Yeah, he was good. He was good. My miss is Fernando Alonso, the other Spaniard on the grid. Where was he? He finished P13. Quali, he qualified P17. He didn't get out of Q1. What, what, Mr. World Champion? Oh, Mr. Sorry, rookie. He's a rookie. Sorry. Don't, I yeah, young driver. Young driver. Thank you. Please get it right. Young driver. He was out-qualified by Ocon. Ocon finished higher than him in the race. He was struggling with tyres. Tyres! <laughs> In I expected be. more. I expected more. He shouldn't be an F1, let's be honest. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <Born> <laughs> you Joe, Christian Lungard, come on. Yeah, come true. Come <laughs> Probably Guan Yu Joe. Personally. Christian Lungard. Christian Lungard. Yeah, actually, well, I would like Christian Lungard. No, <laughs> I, no, I think I'll go with you on Christian Lungard actually thinking about it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I forgot. So, my hit is Sebastian Vettel. You know, not who, who else could it be? You know, I've been waiting all season, it's been five races, to say Sebastian Vettel is my hit. You know, he drove a flawless race, P5, and, you know, we love a man who's going to get in the vaccine, so that just bums him up in my, you know, mm-hmm. well done. Um, Vaccinated Honourable <laughs> mention here to Max Verstappen, who would have taken it, but I didn't want to show too much bias, but um, he is leading the championship, so... Did you know that? Max is leading the championship? <laughs> Just a little honourable mention that, you know, Max is leading. Um, and then my miss is Daniel Ricciardo, which pains me to say because all I wanted was a Danny Rick podium. Not even a win, just a podium. You know, Norris got the podium. You know, the car was there. He should have been there. He wasn't there. Yeah, like I said, he was just walking a slow pace around that track. Um, there's not much more I can say about him. He wasn't doing ideal. You know, I don't know if anyone saw on the back of his helmet the so we had I run these streets it rubbed yeah. off you know I felt really bad for laughing so I was thinking you, you don't run the streets anymore do you Daniel you, you know didn't. was it a mistake leaving Red Bull yes it was because look at them now leading the championship Daniel so yeah there's my anger sort of Daniel Ricciardo out <laughs> Meris Meris come on light the mood a bit for us <laughs> yeah, who's your yeah, game so I feel like we haven't mentioned him at all but my hit is Lando Norris because of his yes. amazing podium and half of our Carlando podium, which yep. everyone awesome. was talking about. Check our social media for really um, nice pictures of Carlando together. Yeah. Everybody loves um, So his quality was amazing, as usual. He's always up there. And I wrote down, I was like, kept pace with the front runners. But in my mind, I feel like he's a front runner now. He's literally always there. He's I, kind of in between you two, isn't he? He's yeah, like, he's not midfield, but he's not. Midfield. He's not but like not Mercedes and Red Bull, exactly. So he's had such amazing races and he's like massively stepped up his game this year. And thank God there's no, he had no um, livery curse that, oh, they, all, that yeah. they always have with the new cars. 
And yeah, he kept pace with them, was closing in. Even when Bottas had that issue, him and Carlos were closing in on Bottas. Mm. So I genuinely think he could have still been on the podium. So very happy about that. Um, my miss is Lewis. I'm probably the only person who's upset about this, but it is deserved because... Yeah. I don't think I'm the only a- person. Like, half of my heart breaks. <laughs> um, yeah, so outperformed by his teammate whole weekend. Complained quite a lot. I mean, he does it anyway, even when he's winning. But Monaco's about qualifying, and he knows that, and he obviously didn't do as well in that. And you've run the risk of getting a red flag, like what happened. So he has to get that bank lap in first time round. He didn't do it, and it's just surprising that he couldn't claw anything back from it. But, you know, hopefully he'll come back stronger next race. Hopefully, hopefully. (laughs) Devon, hit and miss, please. So my hit is Pierre Gasly. Um, as we were talking about, he was miles ahead of his teammate. Drove, again, a really solid race. He, I think you could tell he was driving quite confidently around the track and having um, having Hamilton behind him, that's no kind of easy feat. Maybe some other drivers might be, you know, pushed into a mistake or whatever, um, but he, you know, kept his cool it's pretty obvious he loves Monaco. Uh, they did a couple of pieces with him um, on Sky Sports F1. Um, so, yeah, he just seemed really confident in the car, really confident around the track. So just a great weekend all round. And I think, obviously, was pipped by um, Sebastian Vettel. But as we said, that was just a, a great strategy call uh, combined with Vettel's kind of push laps. And then I'm going to give a notable mention to McLaren livery. I feel like that's all I need to say on the matter. Just Mm -hmm. gorgeous. Um, And then my miss, again, I'm really struggling to pick misses. It was the same with with our last podcast. So I'm just going to say Alpine. Um, From Barcelona to here, where, you know, supposedly the final sector of Barcelona is somewhat representative of pace in Monaco, just did not translate for for Alpine in the slightest. Um, yeah, just, what, two points for Ocon, P9. As we said, Fernando, not really anywhere. So, yeah, we expected more from Alpine. I think they expected more. Much so, more. yeah. Bit of a bit of a fail for for Alpine, to put it lightly. That seemed a bit harsh. Uh, Very yeah. harsh. <laughs> bit of a fail. <laughs> fail. 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 <laughs> okay, Devon, coming through, being a bit harsh today. I feel like we've been a bit harsh towards a few teams today. You know, Lily attacking Ferrari. Yeah. Devin attacking Alpine. <laughs> I hope you guys didn't ever want jobs with these guys because they're definitely not taking you now. <laughs> I don't quite know where that came from. It's kind of just kind of came out. Bit, of, bit of anger. Yeah. Well, that was the Monaco Grand Prix. We hope you enjoyed this race review. We tried to make a boring race sound a little bit more exciting than it possibly was. We told you the highlights. We told you the best drivers, the worst drivers on the grid that is all today make sure you follow us set one podcast and everything and we'll be back with another episode soon and did you know max verstappen is leading the championship max is leading the championship guys crazy crazy mention that again Bye. Yeah. <laughs>